Hello, everybody. Welcome to We View Yasha, episode 30. Oh, God. <laughs> We're here to talk about the red and white priestesses, episode 63 of Inuyasha. Lindsay, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. Did you just say 30? <laughs> I, I, my brain is dying. Okay. We're just oh god okay so we're here to talk about an episode, the last episode in the world that I expected to be a silly, off the rails, comedy episode, but I know. boy howdy, especially when involving our Subaki saga. Yep, I read that it's unique to the anime that oh. Subaki's story is not continued. It seems like it would have to be if she has the sacred jewel, but maybe there's just a quick scene where Naruto says, "Give that shit back to me," and and pushes her. But I don't know. Good poker face. Maybe that's the next episode. Uh, I thought Subaki was here to stay forever, but that leads me to believe that she's living on borrowed time. <laughs> Especially since all of her demons are gone. I don't know if I finished the previous episode in dub but the flashback at the beginning of this one kind of helped me out um the girl who does her english voice is really good and i love her scream when she goes oh no as the snake goes into her eye oh. <laughs> it's fun it's silly what do you think of this episode as a whole uh you know i didn't remember it real well so it was coming back to me as i was watching it and I laughed the hell out of it. <laughs> it was good, wasn't it? I was like, this made me laugh so much. There wasn't a lot of story advancement. They're setting it up for the next episode. Yeah. And the, I felt tricked initially. But it was initially. nice. Yeah. It was just kind of a nice little breather where, yeah, you know what? They're still on a mission, but they're having fun. <laughs> or we're having fun. <laughs> watching them <laughs> well it doesn't become apparent initially that shit's gonna get silly your first clue is the white priestess when they're gathering all the charms and she's worried about um whether or not they're gonna do a good job and she's doing the finger poking i'm demonstrating it now you listeners can't see <laughs> very but, good job very good job check it out it's fun uh because all the other silliness, like Shippo getting smushed by the sit word, <laughs> that's just normal silliness. <laughs> yeah, this... you really don't know what to expect with these priestesses at first. I thought it was going to be like a serious uh, sisters' apprentices kind of situation yeah. where it's like, oh, they're orphans. Oh, it's so sad. Uh, we never did find out why they're the last ones at the shrine, right? Now I'm I'm imagining the the master has passed away. He was the last one to train them, so they're just guarding the temple because no one else is alive. Everyone's just gone. It's not good planning. They kept that master in shadow. I kept wondering, oh, is that Naraku? <laughs> but, but maybe maybe we'll see, because we still don't know why Subaki turned dark side. That is true. Yeah, Subaki at the beginning of this episode is contemplating her defeat. She comes across her old shrine. Yep, I said rediscovering her roots. Probably because she has that one idea to get into that forbidden pagoda of many treasures. Well, she's out of demons, so... I know where at least one demon is, <laughs> is in that pagoda. And it seemed like she didn't expect there to be people there anymore. Yeah. And there are these two girls that she tricks into thinking, oh... 
Uh, I'm still one of you. Yeah, she was all ready to kill him. She goes, oh, I guess I better kill him. And they're like, what do you need help with? We'll do anything. <laughs> She's like, no, no, I'll just use them instead. Um, I could distract Inuyasha with some wackiness while I <laughs> do this incredibly long unsealing ceremony in front of the pagoda. A good plan, Tsubaki. It ended up being a good plan because Kagome can sense the jewel nearby, and they would have gotten there pretty quick. They were tied up for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> some of it's their own fault. <laughs> like Inuyasha not listening. <laughs> But I was so excited, like, okay, uh, so Tsubaki meets them. Meanwhile, Kagome's having uh, guilt about being possessed, which you shouldn't. You were yeah. possessed. Moroku should feel guilty later because he wasn't possessed. <laughs> but this time, she wakes everybody up with her guilt waves. I don't know what it was, but I loved Inuyasha's voice when he asked if she was okay. Just the way he asked. I was just like, oh, Inuyasha. Oh, you're so concerned about me. It just, oh, I miss that. It wasn't his like usual voice. It was just it was just kind of low and soft. And it was just like, you okay? And I'm like, oh, Inuyasha. And then, yeah, everyone was. Everyone's like, Kagomi's in trouble? What? 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 You okay? <laughs> that, was, that was the only line. But I was just like, oh, that's different. Yeah, it wasn't his normal tough love of, like, ah, you were possessed, it's fun. <laughs> I'm a Jewish woman now. <laughs> I'm, that's not going to be his voice. I'm going to go back to the Keanu voice. The surfer. Thank you. Surfer uh, Yasha. So Kaede's uh, giving her some soup and being like, everything's fine. And talking about Tsubaki, she was on par with Kikyo, according to her. Do you agree with that assessment of Subaki and Kikio? See, I I felt they were rivals. I have it in my head that they were rivals. Whether Kikio felt that way, probably not. Um, but I feel, and I think we'll see more in the next episode. Mm-hmm. I think we'll get a little more flashbacks of because I do not think. That when she when Kikyo knocked that snake back into her eye, I don't think that was the first time they'd ever met. No, she's well. It's hard to say, but I hope that's not the first time they ever met. I like the idea that they have a long history of competing in the same uh, and I don't priestess think it competitions. Was even <laughs> like they were like you know rivals. I think it was just Subaki wanting to be better than Kikyo and I think it was one-sided you know and Kikyo's just like I'm just living life and I'm doing my thing doing my job here <laughs> mm -hmm. so I think like that's how I remember it but I like that I like that arc I have and, no idea where I was going with this <laughs> well I mean you told me a long time ago there's like some kind of special where we see more of their confrontation or something like that I think it's in the Inuyasha Kikyo special, which is when I went, okay, Kikyo is there first. <laughs> oh, that was the moment where you're like, you invented hashtag before there were hashtags? <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. Pound sign, she was there I, first. I am a Kikyo fan now, for sure. Kikyo all the way. It was that. 
it was that special. And I know that there's a little bit of Subaki in that special. Okay. Well, I can't wait. I don't know when that special is. I can't remember. I've given up. <laughs> We're only at episode 30. I mean, 63 after all. <laughs> so Subaki is getting all nostalgic. And she's she asks the two girls, you know, are there charms to keep away demons? And they go, oh, we'll take care of that. And the good. <laughs> I'm going to go over here and do priestess stuff <laughs> that isn't evil. <laughs> and they trust her. Oh, the girls are named uh, Mamiji and Botan. Which one's the red one? Mamiji. Oh, damn it. <laughs> she fired that off without looking it up. <laughs> Uh, no, I didn't even write it down. So the voice actress for Momiji is indeed about 13 or 14 when she's recording her voice actor. I looked her up. She also plays Magma in X-Men Evolution. Oh. And the other girl, uh, they didn't list her age on IMDb. Wait, the dub voice? Yeah, the dub voice. Okay. Yep. Say what a talented girl. <laughs> a talented Japanese voice actress. No, I'm talking about these Canadians. Uh, Botan, she wasn't listed her voice, but she does other voices within the show of Inuyasha. Uh, characters I haven't met yet, so oh. I don't know. Shimiji or something? Does that sound like it? Shioji? Shibuki? You look like you're half recognizing it. Might be who I think it is, but I thought her name started with an A, so maybe it's not. Oh, well, I don't know. She also does some Tachikomas, the cute uh, hobbit robots in Ghost in the Shell. So, good job is what I'm saying <laughs> to them. Because they sounded young. They sounded like they had, didn't have the discipline that most voices actresses have. But they sounded age appropriate. Um, so they gather all the charms and they, they set off in their own anime that should have been <laughs> spun off from this. With their bindles off to fight the demons to keep their sister safe. Little do they know they're being manipulated. I admire them. I mean, they just met this girl and they're like, you trained here too? We will do anything for you. Even though they're untested and they're scared, they're still, let's do this. Yeah. We've been stuck at the shrine forever. We got to get out there. <laughs> yeah, and the previous scene too, uh, Kagome had since that shard. And they were all going to go. And I was excited, like, oh, Kaede's going with them. This is going to be great. It's like the old crew is <laughs> back again. You know, she tends to get involved if it's like Kikyo slash priestess mission. That's her argument. And Inuyasha makes the mistake of calling her old. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> it was even better when uh, Kagome's, like, helping him up. And Inuyasha's like, dude. And she's just like helping him up and just climbing on his back like, oh, nothing, nothing happened. And then Shippo's just flat underneath Inuyasha. I didn't expect that at all. Uh, I guess he caught up with them. Yeah. <laughs> the only way this would have been any better is if Hachi joined them, but no Hachi this episode. That's okay. <laughs> it's kind of full. It really was. And they, Even though I don't feel like really... Nothing happens much, but... No, nothing happens. That's the thing. They all have lines that they say and things they're about to do, and then they don't end up doing it. 
But imagine me just watching this episode being like, huh, what's going to happen when I come across the field of the charms that I couldn't get uh, Yuki Yuna as a hero out of my head because they look exactly the same. But Inuyasha and Shippo and Kilala presumably can't pass it. They get electroshocked at it. Is that when the little thing on the ground, the stick? Yeah. On the ground zaps Inuyasha's uh, shin? <laughs> yep. And Shippo goes, ow! And Moroku is unconcerned. Quit fooling around. Lady Kaede and I will take care of this, but no. The girls pop out. We're here to fight all of you, <laughs> you demon slayer and you monk. They have each of the the classes down pat, but uh, Kagome stumps them. This was great just because of the look they give each other. Like, oh, we got it right. <laughs> yes. Like, you're clearly a priestess. <laughs> and Kagome's like, yeah, I guess so. Like, and they're like, what are you guys doing with these demons? And poor Kaede gets lumped like, in with uh, them like, hey. I'm not a demon. <laughs> so the eye patch has to be. But then they're so um, taken aback by Shippo and Kilala's cuteness. They're conflicted. Yeah. How'd you feel about that, them calling Shippo cute? I guess he's got like a little fluffy tail. I hope Moroku sexually assaults these two for thinking that Shippo is cute. He was doing so well where we could justify his behavior. At first, it was just, you know, you could tell he turns on the charm where he's like, hey, girls. Ladies. (laughs) Yeah. Let's talk about this. That's as far as I thought it was going to go, but then he stands next to him. Yeah, he like teleports behind him all of a sudden (laughs) and assaults them both. Like, eh, Couldn't Maroku. have possibly worked. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I I can, can condone this. I'm, yeah. But I'm angrier is that it it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm really mad at. <laughs> Couldn't have held off just a little bit. But it looked like he was about to tell a really boring story anyway. It's like it all started with the sacred jewel. Uh, kill me, <laughs> please. Oh, yeah, and uh, meanwhile, Tsubaki uh, is standing outside the pagoda where we get that flashback. Baby Tsubaki is so cute. She looks so nice. Whatever happened? She looks so sweet. And Kagura shows up. Kagura! To ask for the jewel back, even though the Naraku said, don't worry about it. But maybe that was her way of checking on her progress. Pretty like, sure that is an insidious plot by Naraku because Kagura goes, I can tell you how to really use the jewel. I'm going to teach that. you the jewel's ultimate technique. It's called the backlash jewel. <laughs> oh, yeah, she said that and I'm like, I sense a Naraku plot. Yeah, if Subaki were just walking in the swamp at, at her lowest point, out of ideas, the same conversation probably would have happened where Kagura says, give us the jewel back. Like, I don't want to. Uh, like, well, maybe I can help you out then. Here's the jewel's ultimate technique. Mm-hmm. Don't know what that's going to be. Mm. 
Is it going to summon a goblin dog? They decide that Shippo and Kilala are in disguise. Moroku grabs their butts. Uh, we have two different variations of bouncy hick music going on in this scene. Because <laughs> there's a new song that plays during all that. And then once the fighting s- starts, then the bouncy hick music starts. I told you about. Yeah, Remember? I don't even think I noticed. <laughs> I hope that makes sense. Anyway. So the girls attack. They send paper at them, which is... Oh my gosh, so cute. <laughs> which is dumb. Oh, it was hilarious at first. This paper man is, like, stomping and running. And then, like, you pull pull back. There's this little teeny tiny guy running towards Kagome. And Kagome's like, pink. <laughs> and even Shippo's like, they don't seem very strong because he can defeat them. Which is <laughs> fox smoke. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's just kind of, like, brushing him aside with mm-hmm. their feet. <laughs> Turns out it was all a ruse, though, just to get their hair. Coyote's like, oh, no, they're going to put our souls in those giant paper shikikami things. Oh, no. I did like the girls' movements whenever they do a spell. Oh, yeah, like, they was all in unison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they, they trained really hard for this. They, they finally did. get to get out in the field and use it, so they're oh, yeah. super excited. <laughs> they're going to do a good job. And I was all in suspense, like, oh, who, which, which hair did they get? Which hair did they get? I was like, all right, Inuyasha, is it going to be Kaede? He's like, oh, it's just Kagome. Well, still. <laughs> That's not Kagome. Oh, Quit I, calling it Kagome. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, Inuyasha <laughs> and Big Gome are really cutesy versions of them. Seemingly with their own personalities, too. Because they're like, meow. <laughs> And the way Kagome runs with their little arms all just swinging daintily at her side. Can you do her uh, victory? <laughs> it's like... Uh, but Inuyasha and Kagome are not amused. No, and they're Dude. so angry about it that they're not even working together anymore. Because Inuyasha, his, um, is it, uh, Iron Reaver gets oh. mimicked. Yes. <laughs> And that doesn't work. Kagome decides, okay, well, it also has sutra beads, so maybe the sit command will work on both of them. And no, Kagome. Not the case. Not the case at all. Yeah, it made Inuyasha very bad. It's like, what the hell? He got pulled down, and the thing stopped on him. So Moroku and Sango, quote-unquote, decide to join in the fight, but then they're hesitant to kill the giant, cute Kagome. Yeah, neither of them want to fight Kagome. <laughs> I didn't know they felt this way. Though. I was like, ah, it's Inuyasha. We can do this pretty easily. Inuyasha's yeah, like, hey! <laughs> Maybe they got, like, demon prejudice in them, so it's like, yeah, if we have to, we can just <laughs> very easily kill our friend. <laughs> But then they don't end up doing anything because Inuyasha steps forward with the wind scar. But he's uh, paralyzed. And then, oh yeah, they seal him. Yep. They seal his movements. And giant Inuyasha pulls out like, looks like a Nerf sword or something. <laughs> it's like a wooden dowel sword that you use to train. <laughs> oh, but the big Ome, she can shoot what looks like sacred arrows. Yeah. Which is a little strange. Oh, okay, because it's Kagome's soul put into that thing. 
Alright, so that makes sense. At first I thought, if the sutra beads aren't copied, then why would that be copied? But it's not a magical item that Kagome has. It's pieces of her soul that she shoots. So I was curious if the windscar would work, like if giant Inuyasha tried to use the windscar with his nerf sword, if it would have worked or wouldn't have worked because it wasn't a Tetsaiga. Yeah, I guess it wouldn't have. I wonder if he's got a shrine in his eye like normal Inuyasha. <laughs> we should rip his eye out and find it. But every time they refer to the giant Inuyasha and Kagome's Kagome and Inuyasha like that's not me quit calling it that quit yep. calling it my name <laughs> they're very self-conscious about it I don't look like that <laughs> they're like guys backseat this argument not the time <laughs> we're losing to two 12 year olds <laughs> knock it off um they ended up putting a seal on everyone didn't they they put a seal on Inuyasha, Shippo, and Kilala. The demons. And, and they, they were, were so confused why Kaede could yeah. still move. <laughs> and they felt bad about Shippo and Kilala. They were, like, no, they we... were so cute. So Kaede's like, all right, we just got to gotta distract those girls because they're ruining everything. And then Sango throws a boomerang at the girls. <laughs> Which they duck. <laughs> and it breaks the spell. Yeah, like, oh, we can move again. Hooray. And Inuyasha uses the wind scar to kill those cute... Decimate. <laughs> the super adorable giants, <laughs> which would really come in handy if they were on their side. And the girls, ah, they scream. And then faint? Yeah, they're just unconscious. Don't worry, Moroku's got it covered. I'm sure it's okay if we leave him alone with those two. Yeah, no. Like, he had kind of just stepped over the line earlier this episode at least they were awake in that scene yes going back to their unconscious bodies Moroku <laughs> just in front of everyone like this is just my thing you guys get it wow and all Sango does is uh, grab him by the cheek like, so Moroku says I'll tend to these ladies and they go Chippo watch him make sure he doesn't you know do the worst thing possible. <laughs> and they left Kilala there for good measure. Yeah. We want him to be chaotic good, not chaotic neutral. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of a little chaotic bad. <laughs> <laughs> like evil evil? If that's a class. Yeah. Uh, oh, in the middle of that fight, Kagura is just watching Subaki do the ceremony. <laughs> She's like, how long is this going to take? It's like, it's going to take a while. She goes, uh, and that's it. <laughs> so, yeah, time for a funny little aside with these two creepy ladies. Yep, and apparently we were just waiting for that fire to finally burn out. Yeah. Because the, the, the fire goes out and that little ring of smoke goes up, and then all of a sudden the door's open. All that for that. Good job, Subak. And she even goes like, Oh, there's even more seals inside. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, this isn't part of the plan, I'm sure. <laughs> anyway, uh, Inuyasha rushes forward prematurely and gets shocked by more barriers. And Kaede calmly walks forward and says, oh, let me take him down first, you weirdo. Oh, I thought he... Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right, those barriers. 
And then he there's another one at the shrine door that <laughs> yeah. he just bursts through. Yeah. So it's like, nope, I'm gonna go through anyway. And Tsubaki reveals the existence of a demon inside of the pagoda, and they go inside. The gang arrives just as a red wisp of creepy energy is going into the air. Yep. Usually not a good sign. That's Kaede, Kagome, Sango, and Hiyasha. So they don't even have the wind tunnel to help them this time. He has a, I don't even remember the last time he used it. It's he been a while. Used, well, he definitely used it in Temptress in the Mist. That was like the first episode of the season, though. <laughs> yeah. This is really shaping up to be another really slippery season where I can't <laughs> remember anything that's happened. <laughs> he used it in um, Fateful Night in Tijenkyo when they were getting out of that model. Oh, yeah, but it was to, like, pull the rock towards the wall. He's good at that, too. <laughs> Don't be so disappointed in Moroku. Not for those yes. reasons. <laughs> See, now Sango is like back on the good list and Moroku might be on the shit list. Well, he said his hands were possessed. And Inuyasha Sounds says... Sounds like a line. They're possessed by something, all right. <laughs> I thought this episode was great. I enjoyed it quite a bit. It was fun. After getting over the shock of, oh, what? <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, if they keep the same tone in the next episode of Silly Craziness. Oh, probably not. Oh, well. Bet we'll find out what's in the tower. Oh, I bet we will. I hope it's a giant Tsubaki. <laughs> and they go, we just had things that would help us here. <laughs> I wonder if she'd come with a snake. She would, but it would be stuffed. It'd be like a stuffed snake. Aww. Yeah, isn't that great? Why does she misses her snake? It's in her eye. Yeah, but it's not hanging out with her anymore. Uh, she doesn't name him. <laughs> she doesn't want to get too close. I like that snake. I usually don't like snakes. So that's really saying something. Well, it matches your mood perfectly, as you said <laughs> to me that one time. He has little horns. Things, little glowing red eyes. Well, is this top contender for best of the season so far? Um, hmm. It might be. Had some good ones. I like the Tsubaki saga. I like her as a character. Might have trouble picking one. But yeah, yeah, I like her. You're right, the previous two-parter was really good, so it's tough to beat. Well, Thanks for listening, listeners. Did you have anything else to say? Nope. <laughs> Just for fun, I'm going to put the bouncy hick music right here. Perfect. And, uh, well, yeah, we'll just go out on that. Sure. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.